Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> Gather round, boys and girls. <laughs> Everyone down to the fireside. It's a mini-sode of Ghosts of Boyfriend's Past, and it's a story, storytelling ah, so episode. So we're going to tell some campfire stories. So, yeah, some, t- some, some spooky, spooky story tales music. of terrible relationships. <laughs> That's right. There's so nothing more terrifying, Tom. <laughs> That's right. So get yourselves uh, get yourself all, all cuddled, beverage of choice. That's right. Um, and I'll kick us off. Do it. Once you're all settled, you there. Come on, quit fidgeting. All right, there we go. Good. I was dating this guy a couple of years ago that I had met at a friend's party. We had gone out a few times, and since we were both working a lot, I only saw him Friday nights. We had slept together. Uh, we had slept together a couple of times. Anyway, on the night where I was supposed to have slept over for the third time, he suddenly gets all weird on me. First, we have dinner, and it's just okay. Mm. Conversation seems a bit strained. Then we decide to go back to his place and have some cocktails. So we stop at a market to get some mixes. While we're in the store, he suddenly remembers it's Ramadan, so maybe he shouldn't drink. Um, I should mention we live in Turkey, so hello mm-hmm. uh, from Turkey. I thought he was kidding because he bought the mixes and ice anyway. So we head back to his place. He proceeds to ask me what kind of cocktail I want and announce that he won't be drinking it with me. That's weird and I don't want to drink alone, so I decline and we start watching a movie. I'm pretty annoyed at this point. I can't really remember how it started, but he said something really sexist about women not being able to drive. Mm -hmm. At first I thought he was kidding, but no. Then he started talking shit about how women can't do anything as well as men, and why aren't there more women painters and poets and artists if women are so smart? Apologies for (sighs) laughing, that's my inflection. Fucking hell. Seriously, this was an educated, modern guy, went to the best university in the country, etc., and he really seems to think he has a good point? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I remember reminding him that maybe there would have been more accomplished women in history if they hadn't all been so busy cooking and dying in childbirth. Correct! We argued for a while, then I just got so disgusted I decided to go home. It was 11.30pm and he didn't even offer to walk me the short distance to the minibus stop. He can't even do the good bits about patriarchy. As As she says, any decent Turkish guy would have done that. And I never contacted him or heard from him again. My Good. guess is that he wasn't interested in seeing me anymore and couldn't bring himself to just tell me honestly that he wasn't feeling it. Meh. Anyway, it was good to learn it was good to learn that he was wildly sexist and kind of religious. Not interested in that at all, so no big loss. Yeah, well done. <laughs> so That's a bit of a uh, scummy bullshit. man, yeah, bad bad man story. I just think there. he was an asshole. I don't even think he need to come up with a maybe he just wanted to break up with me and blah blah blah. No, no, no. Maybe he's just an asshole yeah, and you don't belong uh, with people who are like that. That's all we need to know. It's a very, very, very valid. I've kind of got a, uh, I've gone with a similar theme of, of breakups. I think we're shoveling it on today, it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, It's one of those days where it's just the fury continues through multiple episodes. <laughs> okay, so 
I'm about to jump in the shower and my boyfriend texts me saying me that he's saying to me that he's going to head over early the night before we made plans to go out. A little while later, he just pokes his head in the bathroom to let me know that he was there and that he'd hang out in my room to wait for me. I get out of the shower, all wrapped in my towel, open my door and he's just sitting there on the edge of my bed with a piece of paper in his hand. I'm still in my towel at this point. You're breaking up with me, aren't you? Uh, and he nods. He said, yes. I wrote you a letter. Do you want to get dressed first? And I just screamed, a letter? You're breaking up with me in a fucking letter? What the fuck? And he says, just read it. And I said, read it in front of you? (laughs) So, yeah, I read my own breakup letter in front of him. This jerk didn't even rewrite the letter when he fucked up. There were words scratched out. My favourite one was, I don't love you anymore, when the original line clearly said, I don't love you as much anymore. I read the whole two-page letter in my towel while he said absolutely fucking nothing. That's wild. That's weird, right? It's weird, weird and wild because, like... Sure, write it in a letter. That's a cowardly thing to do, but letters are sort of nice. But if you're going to break up with someone, you should probably do it on purpose. He wrote a letter, but then hand-delivered it and had it read it. How embarrassing Put it and through the what mailbox. a vulnerable thing to do to have to sit there and read this while the person is in front of you. Like, what? what a, like it's, it's like so that he can tell his mates that he did it in person, but he didn't really do it in person. It's, it's just like, like it. chickening out of half of the breakout. What the fuck? It's like the judge asking you to read your own sentence. I I know, you just sit there and watch the look on your face when you and you're like, and that's the exact moment yeah, that my heart <laughs> broke into. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Would you read it out loud or in your head? I'd read it out loud. Yeah. I would read it out loud read it and put him. on a super sarcastic voice. I'd be like, I don't love you anymore. Oh really? Oh, you don't? You don't? Yeah. So I was sitting there the other day and I realized that we need to break up. And oh. the, you would find a power move in uh, reading over, his, like reading all of his mistakes and errors. I would. And I'd be like, oh, clearly, no, we haven't got a grasp on grammar. That's fine. I'll keep going. Mm-hmm, yeah, try mm-hmm. and critique it. Did a five-year-old write this for you? No. Let's That's keep going. Right. I've got a, a, a. Do you want to have a bash at a first date uh, with sure. me together? Let's do it. After online dating for a while, I was so over exchanging endless text messages before actually making plans for a first date. Mm-hmm. Instead, if a dude seemed to have decent spelling at a job, I was down to meet up and decide in person if there was something there. God, the bar is so low, isn't it? It really is. It's so low. You have a job and can you spell? All right, come on down. I set up, I set up one such first date at the pub down the street from my house. In the hour leading up to the date, my phone would not stop buzzing. I'm driving to the subway station, my date wrote. 15 minutes later, I'm getting on the subway. 20 minutes later, I'm getting off the station. Two minutes later, I'm walking walking down the street. Cool story, bro. Just get here. And then he did, wearing grey sweatpants and a Bob Marley t-shirt. No. We sat down. I have no problem with the Bob Marley t-shirt. It's the sweatpants I have the big issue with. Uh, We sat down in a booth and he immediately started talking about everything from his childhood to his job. I started ordering doubles. Clear that this wasn't going to be a two-way conversation, I went into interview mode. Of course, yep. He mentioned that he was an inventor at heart, and that Mm. one day he was going to be so successful that Mm -hmm. he would be in a photo with the then US President Barack Obama, pointing at his new bud and saying, yeah, this guy. Is he asking you to invest in something on this date? Okay, so what are some ideas you have for inventions, I asked. 
He proceeded to tell me about how he wanted to revolutionise the tip uh, the typical kitchen, constructing a wall with a variety of different sized slots in it. <laughs> Each slot corresponds to a particular type of plate or bowl. Note. The related dishes had to be bought separately from the kitchen re- uh, reno, but as he explained, that would be a one-time purchase. Uh-huh, unless you break them. After eating on these dishes, don't question the invention, <laughs> Liz. After eating on these dishes, the user would put it into the appropriate slot where would where it would go in... a fucking wall full of culinary glory where, holes. Let me finish. Where it would go... <laughs> where it would go into the wall, get washed, dried, and put away. And he called it the tea wash because his name was Trevor. Oh, this is a dishwasher, Trevor. but so, so much worse. She has written in capitals. <laughs> Not my emphasis. Oh. When tea wash, as he has now become known, got up to go to the bathroom, I texted my friends to tell them the date was a dud. They agreed to meet me at the subway station. And when tea came back, I informed him that I had to get going. Well, this was fun. When can I see you again? He said, um, thanks, but never. I responded, <laughs> trying to catch our server's eye. I wasn't about to stick him with the bill for my drinks Very after, after a short dr- after a short that. date that ended with me bailing. For some reason, even though we were basically the only ones in the bar, the server took a sweet time coming over to uh, coming over to us. And as a result, I had to sit there and, at T's request, explain why I wasn't down for a, for date numero dos. That's two for you non-Espanol uh, speakers at home. Fun fact, it turns out that he changed from his work clothes into sweatpants because I seemed like an easygoing chick. Uh, no. As soon as no. my debit payment went through, I waved goodbye and booked it out of the bar. It was only when I was recounting the story to my friends later that night that we hypo- uh, hypothesized that T was stoned the entire time. Yeah, maybe. Far out. Do you That's... like the wall dishwasher? You no. You put the plate in. And it somehow gets cleaned and in there in a wall. I don't know. I can't picture I, the, it. <laughs> the amount of small moving pieces that would be needed to make that happen, the amount of breakage, the fact that you're locked into the same dinner pattern in the same company forever, the fact that it doesn't take into account any kind of interior design of maybe I don't want a wall full of fucking holes in it in my kitchen. Like, well, no. Well, well, there were uh, record companies turned One day he'll be pointing to Barack Obama and, and Barack yes. will be like, this yeah, guy. This guy. <laughs> what he wants. Okay. So I have, uh, all right, I'll go with the shorter story. All right. After about a year and a half of dating, my boyfriend ghosted me. That's not the whole story. Okay. <laughs> he completely stopped talking to me without any explanation. And this was three months after we graduated from college and we were living six hours apart, so I just couldn't drive to his house. Mm. Two months later, I went back to visit a friend and he still lived in that city with his parents, so I made a surprise visit to his house. We talked, we had dinner, and he explained a lot of things. Over the next few weeks, we worked things out and we were officially together again. He came to visit me uh, for a week during Christmas and then we had our two-year anniversary and it says two-year in quotes because obviously it's two years of being Mm. back together um, in March and everything was going great until he did it again, all caps. No explanations, no call, no text, no response, no nothing. So I guess this technically isn't a breakup story because he never actually broke up with me, question mark? Yeah, uh, ghosted twice. Twice. Is it twice. a? Is it a? Is he brave? Is he? No. Is he, He's a coward. For trying Run the away. same thing twice. Yeah, it's, yeah, Run ca- away. Cowardly behavior. Wow. 
After thing. having a talk about how much it hurt the first time and working through that. Yes. What, what, why? The only explanation I would accept is that he's dead. That's the only, it. The only thing. <laughs> the only thing is that if, if someone's like, oh, he didn't call you because he was like, he died. And I'd be like, okay. You better be dead. Fair cop. Yeah. Anything other than that, unforgivable. Wow. This is the, ra- this is, this is the rage <laughs> episode. Yet again, we're going to have to walk home and have a, a just calm down after after recording one of these episodes. Yep. Well yep, then, yep. Uh, is that the end for story hour, or do you have one more? I ha- uh, look, I've got us? one little one little one more that. Uh, I'll oh, pop we're spoiling in. you today, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah, I just because it's quick and I've got it here. Yeah, come on. All right. So this story is not so much about me being dumped, but doing the dumping. I've been dating this girl for about nine months, and my feelings towards her had gotten just a little bit confused in the last couple of days leading up to it. Then one night we were at my place and we start having sex and after a little bit it just hits me and I just realise that I don't love this girl anymore and more realistically confused my feelings for her in uh, as love in the first place. Well, clearly I must not have a great poker face because in that moment she noticed that something had changed before I could hide it and during coitus demanded an explanation. Oh no. And I'm not one to lie and I guess there was no way out of it so I told her that I didn't love her anymore and <sighs> broke up with her while I was still inside of her. Oh, God, God, I wish this had gone differently. God, I wish she'd never asked and God, I didn't w- wish that I didn't have to feel so honest in the moment and that it could have ended in a better way. I still feel bad about that to this very day and think I will until the day I die. Elizabeth, uh, this little show likes to operate on an honesty first kind of policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone at home would agree to that. However, mm-hmm. in the midst of... Yeah, yeah, as our producer just said, timing and tact. Timing and tact, please. Like, and if I was the girlfriend and noticed that something in my boyfriend's face, I'd get off him before going, something's wrong. What is it? Like, I wouldn't be like, hey, honey, what's going on? Like, no, it's just like... No, no. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't me. It is. It's quietly funny uh, picturing that, but a terribly, terribly I awkward know. thing to have Look, to go through. And that's going to haunt you for the rest of your days. There ain't nothing we can do on this podcast to take that guilt away from you. No, it's well deserved. I'm sorry. It was a really terrible time to break up with. So I get that you're honest, but yes, appreciate no. the honesty. That's but as honest and subtle as a sledgehammer. Timing and tact. Well, if we- you have a story for us. Ladies and gents or listeners at home, please write them in at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. If you don't want to share them in one of our main episodes, this is the perfect place to do it in Minnesota Town where we read your shit out to you and you love it because that's what we're here for and that's what you're here for. That's you right. Know. Otherwise, uh, keep rating, keep reviewing, keep commenting, keep sharing, um, spread the word of uh, our little show and uh, check out all the other podcasts on That's Not Canon Productions. There's some um, really good shit some on there, good guys. There's over 70 podcasts on the network now. So there's sh- oh, there's over 80, our producers just said. 80. Every time I think I've got the number right, I even went with something vague like over 70 and now we're, yeah, it's now in the 80s, so it's inaccurate. Guys, thank you for listening. We will be with you next week with more Angry Making Stories. Gollum has an unhealthy obsession about some bit of jewellery. Doesn't even know this is what the precious is. Stupid therapist. Cookie Monster's a bit of a stress eater. Cookie, cookie, cookie! And homicidal robots really just want their best friend back. I know I did and said things that she regrets. 
But why is that my problem? What all these monsters really need is therapy. The podcast Therapy for Monsters finally puts monsters in a therapy chair with a real therapist. Me, Tim, your friendly neighborhood therapist. If you'd like to learn a bit and laugh a bit, check out Therapy for Monsters on your favorite podcast app. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.